This is Professor Shane Greenstein with the HBS Digital Initiative from the 2019 Future Assembly at Harvard Business School. We are pleased to present Flash Talks, exploring technology in a multidisciplinary world. Uh, so my name is uh, Shrikant Jagabatula. Uh, so I'm a visiting associate professor here in the TOM unit at HBS, a colleague of EIL. Uh, and I'm also uh, at uh, NYU. Uh, so I just want to quickly acknowledge my uh, co-authors on this, Apostolos Philippas, uh, who was a student when we started this project. He's now an assistant professor, and Professor Arun Sundararajan, who's a colleague of mine from NYU. So uh, this talk is a little bit of a deviation from, from the other flash talks in the sense that I will go a little bit deeper into one of the problems we are looking at. So uh, it'll be a focused discussion on one particular project so we can get kind of have like more substantive discussions. Uh, so uh, what I'm going to talk about is uh, some of the pricing work we've done with an online marketplace. You know, we spend a lot of time talking uh, in the morning with Yale about like, you know, Airbnb, Marriott. So uh, I was told that every uh, such platform talk should start with like a set of logos of all the companies which are doing this. It's just kind of probably some of these are gone right now. Apostle has spent a lot of time, so he told me I should show this slide. So let me just start with this slide. Uh, but uh, you know, just, just thinking about sharing economy platforms, there are many characteristics. I won't uh, you know, waste time of this audience just with the spiel of it, but I want to point out a couple of things which are relevant for the discussion here, in the sense that like, you know, we are thinking of like, two-sided platforms. Uh, you know, they perform like, these intermediary functions, matching, and so on. Right? That's the value uh, add they are bringing to the table. And the key thing is that you know, like, they, own, they don't own the assets. Right? It's, a, it's an asset-free or asset-light model. And then there's a lot of market mechanism that is used to do the matching and like, you know, who signs up to the platform and so on. Uh, the key thing is like, this asset light model allows the platform to scale seamlessly, but the downside is that this decentralization uh, 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 does not give directive control to the platform on the providers. So you cannot really uh, mandate them to do something, right? You, you leave it up to the market mechanism. So it leads to all sorts of issues. So I'll show you a little bit of data from the platform that you're working with. So there's a lot of price dispersion, possibly. It's really hard to plan, the capacity, um, and you run into lots of operational uh, issues. So what happens, right? So what you do is you sort of become a, a firm market hybrid in the sense that you take over some of the control from the providers. And now there's a question of what kinds of things you want to take control away from, right, from the providers, and what is the consequence of that? So that's what we'll be looking at here. Uh, so the platform that we are looking at is called GetAround. Some of you may have heard of it. Think of it as Zipcar, but like P2P uh, for short-term car rentals. So there are like three key stakeholders here. There's like the providers, you know, who make the car available. Uh, they choose the availability. They have perfect control before uh, they could actually set their own prices. Uh, and uh, you know, the rental times are short. And then you cannot reject a transaction uh, once you once you get it. Um, uh, you can you can cancel it, but you cannot reject a transaction. Uh, the platform offers like several search and matching services, and the renters would just basically look at uh, what is on the offer and, and rent one of the cars. Uh, our focus is mainly on the providers and how the providers react. You can think about like the other uh, stakeholders on the platform also. So this is some uh, a heat map of like where the rental activity is happening in San Francisco, uh, and basically it's in it's in line with the population density. Um, and I'm just throwing a few graphs at, it, uh, at you just to give you a sense of what the platform is do, uh, was uh, the status of the platform when we started working with them. So most of the rentals were uh, very short term, so about like you know, one to four hours to four to eight hours, like very, very short term rentals here. Uh, when you look at the, the providers, there's a huge va variation in the availability. 
So there are some providers who are like making it available for like 10% you know, of the time, and there are some, pro some providers who are making it available for like 100% of the time. So there's a huge variation in the sophistication of providers. You know, there are all sorts of providers here. The vehicle utilization numbers are very, very uh, small in the sense that for the time they made it available, how, what fraction of time the cars were actually rented out, right? So these are very, very small, and this is actually what uh, uh, made the platform actually talk to us in terms of like how do we fix this low utilization problem. Uh, and the other thing is uh, providers have complete control on the price they set. And if you look at the data and see if they're actually changing the prices, like you would expect the demand to change and the prices to change uh, accordingly, but it does not happen. So more than 70% of the customers you know, don't change the prices at all. Okay. So given this, uh, we, we had a conversation. Uh, usually, like, you know, if I have more time, I would open, up, open it up uh, for discussion. Like, What should the platform do? And these were the conversations we had with them uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, when they were thinking of basically uh, looking, at the, uh, looking at the price decision and taking the control, the pricing control, away from the providers. Okay, so let me just kind of explain to you what we ended up doing, and we can uh, do a deep dive later on. Uh, so the platform was, look, we'll, we'll take the control of pricing away from the uh, provider, and my objective is to kind of remove any price-based inefficiencies, uh, increase uh, the utilization of uh, uh, the, the assets, uh, and also increase the revenue. So that's basically what they wanted to do. Uh, and then for renters, it would uh, decrease the price dispersion. So if I go onto the uh, platform and say I want to kind of rent a BMW, the same BMW will be approximately similarly priced. Uh, whereas right now, like, you know, it was very, very different. Um, and uh, the platform basically had lots of capabilities. They had like a, a third-party analytics. Now they have uh, in-house uh, to actually do this. Uh, and there are like, you know, many, many challenges. You know, I won't go into all of them, but like one of the key things they were worried about is how would the providers react to the pricing control? Right? So that's basically the focus. Uh, so what we did was, you know, uh, I'll skip like, you know, the actual numbers, but uh, we did like, actually a field experiment. Uh, so what we did was, uh, before they actually rolled it out, we piloted the study. So the control group for us was simply the, the providers who were given complete control on their pricing, so the current setting. Okay? And the treatment one uh, was uh, the group of providers for whom the platform completely removed the control of pricing. So the platform was completely controlling the pricing. Uh, there's a treatment tool, I'll come to that later on. Okay, so what were we looking at? We were first looking at the market outcomes. Uh, one of them was uh, how much money are the providers making for every available hour? So if I'm going to put my car on the platform for one hour, on average, how much money am I, am I making? And the second was car utilization. So these are the metrics they were tracking. But again, remember, the providers, uh, even if you take away the control of pricing, they can control other aspects of the asset. Like for instance, they could cancel the rights, right? So are they retaliating and actually canceling more rights? Uh, they could change the car availability, so they can actually decrease for what fraction of time the car is actually available on the platform. And finally, they could actually exit the platform, right, because of many reasons. So we wanted to actually uh, track all of these metrics. So let me quickly give you the numbers. So what we ended up uh, seeing was the algorithm was not stupid, which was a worry, by the way, uh, if, if it would do something kind of, you know, very, very stupid. It was not, luckily, and we actually saw that the revenues actually increased by 37%, which was the uh, metric or the, uh, the objective that it was uh, maximizing. Uh, and we also saw that the uh, car was uh, being utilized more. Um, but the right cancellations increased, uh, the car availability decreased, so platforms were re uh, providers were retaliating and decreasing the availability of the cars on the platform, and uh, providers were exiting the platform because of this, since you know, they, they took away the control. And we were monitoring, as the study was happening, the play, uh, Facebook uh, page. 
of, uh, of uh, uh, the company, and there were numerous, numerous uh, requests for, from the providers that the platform should go back to what they were doing before. Okay, so, so, okay, so what do you do then, right? So in our infinite wisdom, we actually created a second treatment, even before we actually saw all of this, and we convinced the platform to do this. So in the second treatment, what we ended up doing was we gave uh, uh, providers some partial control to pricing. Okay, and how it would look like is basically, think of this, so one of the big complaints of the providers was that the, the platform was pricing their car too little. So I don't want to like rent my BMW even if I don't care. Like you know, if, even if it's just sitting, I don't want to rent it for like $5 an hour. It is not just worth my time, right? There are other things I worry about. So most of the biggest complaint on the Facebook platform was that the price was too low on some of the days, right? So we potentially, we anticipated this and we said, okay, you can set a lower bound. So whatever the platform price is, if it's bigger than the lower bound, so some sort of a reserve price, right? It, that'll be charged, otherwise your reserve price will be charged. So that was the control we gave. Uh, and then uh, if you look at what happened, so uh, the revenue of uh, when you give them some control decreases a little bit compared to the platform having full control, but by not too much, right? It's not actually statistically significant. But uh, the car availability number goes up a lot. So with this control, now people are making their cars available a lot more, and the platform exit kind of goes down by huge amount. Okay, so basically just giving this amount of partial control is improving, you know, it is not deteriorating the market outcomes, but it is reducing the provider retaliation by a huge amount. We are kind of thinking a lot about like, you know, what are the underlying reasons, you know, I'll be happy to share some of the, the, the results from it. Uh, but one thing I want to say is that like basically the providers, like we did an uh, end of the experiment survey, the providers are much more happy with, with having some control. Uh, and eventually, what the platform uh, rolled out, so what, if you go to getaround.com, uh, is uh, basically the treatment too. So where now they're giving partial control to the providers. So that's basically what ended up happening. But these, this raises, this experiment raises a whole bunch of questions, right, which is relevant to any sharing economy platform, which is, well, you have decentralization, uh, but you don't have directive control on the providers, how should you think about the control, right? Should, and, uh, should I take this price, and pricing is a big thing, should I take the pricing control away from the providers or not? Okay, uh, the second thing is, uh, you know, are there any existing lessons that we have that can apply here in terms of thinking about pricing? Uh, and, uh, you know, going, going back to Perry Hewitt's, right, uh, talk earlier, so what about equity? Uh, if I'm budget and if there are two cars, you know, I really don't care if like most of my revenue comes from one car versus the other, but if these are two different providers, maybe I should care. Right? I'm thinking of an equity constraint. Uh, and uh, you know, is there anything else we should be thinking about as we are thinking about how much control a platform should have? Okay, so hopefully uh, you know, you'll be interested. We can talk more in the deep dive. Thank you.